I read all the things that you're saying about me. I know how you really feel. And listen, you are one of the greatest performers in the world today. One of the biggest stars in New Japan Pro Wrestling. But to me, you mean as much. as this turtle. And just like this little turtle hit his head when Chris Jericho came and stood before him, it's the same thing you're gonna do and all your stupid fans are gonna do. Naito, I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna take your Intercontinental Championship from you. Not because you want it, you don't want it. You're too tranquilo. I'm not tranquilo. I'm fucking crazy. I'm gonna show you just how crazy I could be at Dominion on June 9th. I've been waiting for six months to get my hands on your filthy, stupid head. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna Kiss my fucking ass. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is uh, the 31st episode of The A Show. Uh, I am Justin, and I'm with my co-host, Meals. What's going on, Meals? Yo, it is time. What? Oh, the off-white. Oh, my God. Wait, hold up. I just I just, I just, just got on it. Just got on it? All right, yeah, you weren't even going to tell me. I was going to... Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Let's see. Let's I didn't see. think you cared. I care? Come on. I care about these things. Relax. I got to sign in my account. Oh, my God. All right. All right, all right. Yeah, I had to do. That. I'm in line. I'm probably not gonna get them. Um, I'm probably not gonna get them because I'm just not even in line. Like I'm. <gasps> wait, wait a minute. Hold up. Oh, I'm in line. All right, whatever. All right, yeah. All right, so yeah, that, that was an exciting mean, start to the podcast. That um, usually means the L. If you're in line, it's just over. I've been in line before on sneakers app, and I've gotten stuff before. I've never gotten it online ever. I've uh. You know what? You know what? Don't 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 take my hopes away too soon. I'm not. I'm just saying. Like, listen. I'm trying to listen. There's been so much news of everyone getting the bag this week. I'm just trying to secure a bag myself. Can't l- l- let me let me at least have that. Ain't nobody stopping you, brother. Uh, but it, it has got been him. what? Wow. There we go. I got him. Yo. There we go. Yo. Everybody secured the bag today. Yo, I secured the bag. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now, are you going to sell them or are you going to? All right. So here's the thing. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. All right. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I just, this is a lot to handle. This literally just happened since the start of the podcast. I'm literally. You always catch on sneakers, though, which is crazy. No, I don't. I really don't. Like, I really don't. Like, this is the first time in a long time. Wow. I got to tweet this shit out. <laughs> I got to be that guy for a second. I'm sorry, man. All good. All good. Um, you know what? You know what? I need, I need a moment. Um, Let's talk about let's talk about professional wrestling. Let's talk about yes. the world of professional wrestling, um, and and everything that's going down this week, and the mo- probably the most important news. 
Oh, the most important news, obviously, is the uh, WWE and Fox agreeing in principle to bring SmackDown to the Fox network. And that will not, it's not FS1. It was going to be on actual uh, broadcast or network television uh, on the on your Fox affiliate uh, in October 2019. Uh, it is a unprecedented $1 billion deal for five years uh, where the WWE will bring SmackDown to, to that network. Um, it broke the internet a couple of days ago when it was announced. I, I still, I mean, I could believe it because like I said, like the, they've been building to this for a very, very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that this is something that is, is obviously exciting for a lot of people. And a lot of people are trying to like, no matter how you downplay this, like this is a pretty big year and a pretty big thing, a pretty big deal for wrestling. Cause it's, it's, it's going to be on like network TV. Like it's a, it's a big deal. This is the return of WWE to network television. And as we know, um, their prior stint on UPN, CW, My Network, you know, all that other stuff. They weren't real. Those weren't real. Like, well, that was, well, UPN was kind of real. People have UPN, man. It's not Fox NBC. Like, that. that's like real network. You know, uh, Fox come NBC. On. Listen, UPN, the Parkers, come on, one-on-one. Uh, you just named off a bunch of black TV shows that <laughs> nobody's listening to. <laughs> and, and, and listen, and listen, th- th- they were there, and right after you know, probably King of the Hill reruns or you know whatever, uh, all this other shit. They had they had fucking SmackDown, and SmackDown was on network television. To me, all right, back to the point that I was originally trying to make. The point is, is that we're heading, we're pretty much in another boom, a wrestling boom. This is how. I, in terms of what I equate this deal is because I don't think anyone on network television six years ago would have wanted WWE on it. Yeah. I don't think anyone, I don't think Fox was interested. I don't think, I don't know anywhere else that was really interested into, I mean, even the news in terms of them re-upping with USA was the shareholders weren't happy because they pretty much got it for less than they anticipated. Yeah. Um, And, and I, and the thing is, like, this has been like, like I said, I, I think I said on Twitter, like, this is like the big payback for Vince, where it's like, oh, big um, payback. You know, uh, four years ago, uh, they, uh, NBC Universal gave him what, like, four hundred fifty million, five hundred million, and he was like, yo, what the fuck? And this was like literally around the time that the network dropped, and then it was like, you know what? They changed their whole. They really changed their whole vibe ever yeah. since then. In the past four years, they they've doubled down on philanthropy, whether you like it or not. Like that, that's something that's helped the WWE stature a whole lot with like be a star and the things they do for the troops and the stuff they do for children and stuff like that. Like all of their things there really help kind of change the company from what they were in the Attitude Era and and make them into a real like progress like seemingly progressive company you know where it's like you know they they are into a lot of different other their um hands are in a lot of different hats and um right no i just uh, you gotta you gotta applaud them in terms of just not it's i wouldn't say it's a complete 180 on sort of what happened but it's just revamping everything from the top to the bottom down and doubling down on things. They took a risk with the network in terms of it being able to work and everything like that. They take, they've, you know, since then they become, they've established their connections with just people outside of the WWE, like ESPN and TMZ and all these other major, they, they've tried to legitimize themselves, maybe not even as a sport, but some sort of entity that is legitimate. Um, because I feel like the word professional wrestling and the WWE has been known for just fake sports for so long and has been downtrodden 
for that, but it's really become one of the most popular entities in the world. I mean, it's more popular. I, th- I feel like more people on a weekly basis watch WWE wrestling than anyone else. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, even, even with the ratings, it, it just seems like a, a win for Fox all around. Like Fox is um, consistently kind of like the, I, I, w- I want to say like number one or number two uh, network in the game. So like they, they WWE, what raw or, or SmackDown kind of it averages over a, a, a little over 3 million, a little under 2.9, 2.8 million mm-hmm. every week. And most Fox shows don't even hit that you know, every single week on, on Friday. And a lot of people have been shitting on the, the, the idea that they're going to bring uh, SmackDown to Friday, but I think it's a, it's a great idea. It's a layup. Fox gets to own that night. It is. Go ahead. Because like, no, even though people are like, Oh, who's watching, who's watching wrestling on a, on a, on a Friday night. I'm like, a lot of people will, a lot of people are not going out at, at eight o'clock at night. They're right, going right. at like 10. Will you watch wrestling on a Friday night? I'm interested to know that. Um, I would. I, w- I mean, for the purposes of this show, we're, we're, we're going to either have to catch it on DVR or catch it uh, or catch it live. I, I think it's going to I mean, we'll get to this in a year, but I mean, it's going to it's going to affect the way that a lot of people kind of consume the product and review the product. But I don't mm-hmm. think that it's going to I don't think it's going to hurt I, on Fridays. I'm not out until at least 11. And, and, and do you think that they will maintain the sort of live aspect of SmackDown? And I say that because really SmackDown was in a major slump over the last, I'd probably say, decade, largely because it wasn't live. It wasn't a show that really had any sort of uh, uh, stakes to it. There wasn't anything that was just like strong behind it. It, it. it was just like it was just a show that was taped on Tuesdays that aired on Fridays that never really had the development of everything. Now that it's its own brand again, now that it's live, it's really sort of taken over this new life. And, you know, we still have our ups and downs to SmackDown and currently we're judging by this episode, we're in an up period. Trust me. Yes. Um, yes. Um, but I, I don't think, I don't think Fox is paying for a, uh, a non live show. I I'm pretty sure that this is going to be live. Uh, I don't think that anyone has to worry about it not being live. I think that it's for sure going to be uh, a, a live show and continue to be a live show for the for the remaining part of uh, its time on Fox. But you just think about the way that they're going to tie this in with football and and, um, and baseball and shit like that. Like they get more money when it gets tied in with these things. So it's like just imagine you're watching Thursday Night Football and there's a lead in for SmackDown the next night, right? Um, and I, I think that's extremely exciting. It's something that they can't get on USA because I mean you're you're they're kind of between Crisley knows best and the Cromarties. You know, it's like it's, yeah. it's, it's not really much you can do there. Um, listen, this is just a this is just a, a top notch deal for everyone. This is a. For everyone who's at, to me, I still don't get why people are necessarily doubting this decision. Like it's a bad decision or a selfish decision or something. This is a phenomenal decision that they've made. This is a phenomenal for the business. This is phenomenal for the longevity of the WWE and and what they can continue to do. This adds a lot more eyes to SmackDown. SmackDown on network television. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, Raw already owns, and, and essentially what we heard before the Fox News was that uh, we heard that USA was going to pick up Raw, and then they were going to just allow SmackDown to go be bitted. Like, they really didn't care about it. But then WWE was like, worried. Well, we get in the bag now. This, <laughs> this is essentially, we control everything that happens in the WWE, so we can control whether how good SmackDown is or not. It, it just seemed like, listen, they went out, they got it. They 
listen. I'm I'm proud. All hell, Vince McMahon. I, oh, I think shout out to Vince, man. Shout out to the model that they built over the last couple of years. Yes, absolutely. Like just the amount of money that an advertisement they'll be getting um, is going to be crazy. Not now. I asked this question. I kind of funneled this question uh, rather to people. Do you think that? And I'm I'm not sure if the Fox affiliate here airs news at ten. I do believe they do. But do you think that they're going to do three hours for SmackDown or keep it at two? Ooh, okay. So, you know what? I think if three hours on a Friday. So the Friday thing still bugs me out because as as good as I, as I think, you know, Fridays aren't the worst. But to me, I personally, Friday night is not a is not a television night for me. But I, you know, it is what it is. Um, but three hours on a Friday. I I would if there's three hours any other day of the week, I'd be for it. But on a Friday, it just seems like people will get used. Lot. People yeah, people will get used to it. I mean, when we had three hour raws, the first the first hour always did terrible. Yeah. Um the first hour they to nine o'clock. Yeah. The, the first hour was always consistently terrible and it brought the average rating down, but eventually people got used to it. And I think people did that. Do I think they'll do a three hour smackdown? Maybe like a three hour special? Um, and for the first night, yeah, for the first night, see how that goes, and then we move into you know, we'll see if this becomes a permanent thing. Um, but for three hours, SmackDown, they got to load up that SmackDown roster, and I mean, NXT guys are going to be called up by a wave, a major wave, yes, absolutely, or not even just NXT. I think, I think a Brock or a Roman makes sense on SmackDown if they're going to do that just to mm-hmm. make a huge deal. I, I could see Brock Lesnar going to SmackDown, listen. As as long as, as he's wherever the bag is right now, and he saw that one million dollars, one billion, sorry, million. What the fuck is that? Billion dollars, and he said, "My God, this is amazing." But did you did you see the news that just came in though? What happened with ESPN and UFC? Oh yeah, I I, I definitely saw that UFC. Now on UPN, um, sorry, UPN. Wow, not on UPN. UPN. <laughs> if UFC on UPN, that would be lit, actually. Um, <laughs> um, ESPN um, secured the rights for UFC for a one point five billion dollar deal. So literally, just a day after they announced the SmackDown deal, Dana White's just like, "We're gonna one billion. What's up with that? Um, one point five billion. So yeah, to me. I, I Go think ahead. it's. I think that's a that's a cool deal for them. I, and I think once again, you're pitting UFC and WWE head to head. My, from what I understand, is that a lot of the UFC cards aren't even like worth watching right now. So like mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like they're going to have to really load these cards out again and and make them exciting and make them something that people actually want to go watch. Right. So we'll we'll see on on that end, but ESPN and uh, the thing is, it's funny that uh, days before that, Ariel Hawani actually announced he was going to you uh, to ESPN, and it kind of uh, it kind of predicted or, or foreshadowed that this was going to happen. Mm. I mean, this it's a the sports business is big. NFL will be you know figuring out its rights deal pretty soon. Um, a lot of things will be moving pretty much soon in the sports world, but Fox really Fox say they wanted to become a juggernaut in the sport, in the sports world and especially in live sports world. And this is certainly one step on their way to becoming that. And and now, yeah, exactly. Now, now they are uh, congratulations to Fox and WWE. Um, what, what, what else happened this week? On- Listen, uh, well, let's talk about 
uh, everything that's sort of happened in the New Japan world, and maybe you yes. can brief on that. Um, um, I unfortunately, this is very rare. <laughs> I have not had the time to stay up all night <laughs> to what? watch these cards. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes, uh, I am a dog owner now, and he is fucking ten weeks old. And okay, has, talk about it. He has me and my significant other up for all times of the of the night just crying and stuff. So I'm extremely exhausted by the time that like three o'clock rolls around. Um, I have not watched a single card from the best of senior juniors, <laughs> best of super juniors <laughs> at all. <laughs> I, I am, I'm, I failed you guys. I'm sorry. I haven't watched anything. I, I, we should get someone on the show to talk about it next week. I believe it should be ending by next week, I think. Um, but I, I've heard that there have been some really strong matches between ACH and uh, Osprey and um, uh, a couple of other guys on, on, the, uh, on the, the, the whole tournament. I haven't seen it, though. I, I've heard it was good. Well, did you at least see anything that happened with Chris Jericho? Yes, I, I did see that. Uh, I didn't like it. I don't, I don't, I, f- I don't feel like the profane, super cuss word, uh, heavy promos, they don't work for me. And I know a lot of people really like that whole attitude era or attitudinal thing, but like, c- come, come on, man. Like Jericho saying he's going to beat Nido's fucking ass and all this other stuff is just, I, I think it's extra. It's really superfluous for, to me. And I don't think it adds to anything. I, I, it, it just kind of builds to the to the fact that there's really no story that's going on with these, these feuds that he has with Omega and now Naito. I think the peak of well, always the peaks of Chris Jericho's career has been when he was a heel because he's such he's really really good at it. Believe it or not, and he's he's one of the best in the world at it. And and. Every time, believe it or not, every time he's won a world championship, he's won it as a bad guy. And it's, it's probably for a reason, just because he's so damn good at his job. Um, the, do you feel like just the way he carried on with this promo, with the, the incessant cussing, it sort of takes away from the mystique of like the creativity and sort of getting things over a certain way? Like, um, well, what do you mean by that? Like in terms of just the creativity of like being a heel and managing to get people to hate you, not for just using profanity in, in, in large doses, but by literally doing these things or saying like sort of the when he used to call people mucilinous troglodytes. <laughs> like call it and I just butchered the first half of the word, but whatever. Um used to call that um I believe the when when we have we have the list, the list became a thing, even though it got him over as a face. It started off as a very heelish thing. Yeah. We've all we've been through these sort of iterations of the conspiracy Chris Jericho from WCW, which is yeah. one of the best forms of Chris Jericho. Now we're kind of getting very wily um, sailor uh, uh, swearing Chris Jericho, and I don't know. Is everyone okay with it at this point? I think they are because every anyone is trying to find it's the same thing with the Fox deal. People were trying to find ways to shit on WWE about that. It's like, well, they never let them do that in WWE, so it's automatically better. And it's like that's not really always necessarily true. I, I again, it takes away from the actual story. Like there is no story here. I, I, I think what he did uh, New Year's Dash was way more affection uh, or not affection, but a way more effective than what he did in a. And, and shout out to my man Cyrus for saying this, but like yelling into a phone in Tampa. Like, I think that was way, I think that was way more interesting and way more uh, effective than, than that. I, I just feel like 
he just wanted to get on there and start cussing. And, and they're allowing him to do that because the language barrier there is such where you can do that. Mm-hmm. And he's just running with it. And I don't think that it's all, I don't think it's all, I don't, I don't think it's all good. I, I really don't like the, and I gotta be, I gotta keep it a hundred. I don't think he's been, I don't think he's been super strong since he showed up to, you know, that, that first, um, that first show where he, uh, where he, sh- where he showed up and beat up Omega. Like right. n- nothing to me has beaten that segment since he's gotten to new Japan in my right, opinion. Right. My God. Um, I didn't get to see it. <laughs> I, I did. I did watch that last night and I was like, man, you guys, you guys have, uh, you have gassed mm-hmm. this promo to high hell. Like it is, it was, it was not, it was not good. It wasn't a very good promo at all. That's, that's about as much as I have to say about that. Another thing that was announced earlier this week, we have the participants in the United Kingdom Championship tournament coming this summer. Yes, uh, I'm very excited about that. There are there are a bunch of people that I would um, I'm going to try to get uh, more familiar with before the show airs. Um, but there are a couple of people there that that I do know. I believe Travis Banks, I believe, is in the uh, the tournament, and I've heard a lot about him. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get caught up with him before uh, the tournament starts. And there are a lot of diff- there are a lot of people that are coming back for this year. But the most notable absence is Tyler Bate not being on in the, in the tournament this year. Um, I think, you know what, I think considering everybody who's featured in it, it looks like they want to get a new crop of stars over and, or at least a new crop of stars introduced to WWE television. And I think Tyler Bate, I think uh, honestly, Tyler Bate would have been great in this tournament nonetheless. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe this time they just like, you know what, let's see what else is out there. And they managed to grab 16 superstars of various weights. Um, I don't know all of them, but I'm very interested to learn all of them because I'm just interested in the the, the European style of wrestling anyway. Um, and last year was, you know, last year was a successful tournament by all means. I mean, we had a, we had a tournament that produced one of the best matches of the year. We got a couple stars out of it. Um, this year, the 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 names that we know featured in this tournament are Gentleman Jack Gallagher and and Drew Gulak, um, both featured on Two Hundred Five Live, which is a great little cross promotion on the network. Um, but we have a whole a slew of names. I really have no idea who most of these people are. And I think that's the strength of the tournament because there are again there are, we didn't really know about a lot of the people last time, and from that we got Pete Dunne, and I think he's been a resounding success story out of that tournament. 100%. And then it also coincides with, it looks like an, an, at least an NXT show. I mean, the NXT brand will be touring alongside the show and we're going to have very, we're going to have all the championship matches um, during the show. We'll have a six man between the British strong style and the undisputed era. So it looks like a, just an amazing show that's going to air June 18th and 19th on the WWE network live from Kensington, London, England, the Royal Albert Hall. Yes. Uh, now, what time will that air? God knows. I listen. <laughs> it's it's hard enough to just schedule this <laughs> yes. this podcast with the time zone differences. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll figure it out soon. I'm sure it'll air sometime in the afternoon for us and in the morning for you. <laughs> Uh, we, um, we will definitely figure that out. I, that's the one thing I'm, af- I'm afraid of. It's like we got SmackDown Fridays coming, and then we're we're we got Saudi Arabia shows, and then we got UK shows. It's I love WWE, but I mean they gotta they gotta find a way that we can all do this shit at a, at a, at a certain time, man. Have you managed? Did you manage to catch any second of uh, Total Bellas this week? 
Um, no, I did say I was hopping on. I said uh, too, and then I was just like, ah, ah. I, I, I did see the ratings, I, and the ratings didn't were not good. Oh, really? The the yes. the storyline, the storyline of the century between Nikki Bella, John Cena, and Will They Won't They? Yeah, it, it, it didn't seem to get a lot of uh, a lot of viewers this time. I, I feel like the thing is when you put that on social media, it doesn't drive people to watch a show. No, it drives people to watch a feed. And, and you're right. And I think that that really affected. I don't know if that affected the ratings, but I, I know that it affected the. Uh, it it might have affected the people that actually cared about it, because then as soon as like the show aired, you you start seeing Cena and Nikki in pictures saying that they're back together again, and it's like, well. I'm glad I didn't get too invested in that or I'm not, I'm not going to watch the show. Right. I think, you know what? I also think it's just because it's a very similar style of reality show that we've seen for just, if you watch any reality show on E or you just watch any reality show produced by Buna Murray, um, it's a similar style. I mean, if you watch total divas, this is a similar style of show. You're not really missing anything. You know, you're there for the the two minute clips that are just going to be, you know, gonna be hilarious to me I, I watched it via youtube i watch uh, the the things and you can tell some things are contrived and you can tell that they're sort of setting up this long story that they're gonna tell they've already started planting the seeds for whether nikki should stay with john or not um in the show and there's this i guess this scene where brie bella is just like are you sure you want to do this and he's like i've changed his mind once before and she like flashes her ring or something and she's like maybe i'll be able to change his mind again about having kids and <laughs> yeah, you know, it is what it is, but you know, it's a, th- this is a similar style of show that we've all seen before. This isn't anything new. Daniel Bryan is still th- the the most down to earth person on the show um, who doesn't take it seriously at all. And, you know, it's just, a, to me, it's, it's entertainment. And if you, it's not a bad show, but I, I just personally, I may not go out of my way to watch it until we get to maybe that season finale. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I and I, I want to see why it happened and, and and why John Cena's heart was broken, uh, and and see w- literally what he was talking about. I would love to see like a John Cena reality show, but I know that that I, no, I just oh feel, man, I, no, I, I don't. But it, like I do, but I don't because I feel like this guy is like Patrick Bateman in a way. Like I think he's really crazy in real life. I think he's just, you know, I think we have. Enough. To me, John Cena is like the prototype, stereo, not stereotype, I wouldn't say stereotype, but just the prototype, like pretty much just like white American male, you know? <laughs> and I don't know if there's anything like too different. I don't know if he has any quips or quirks or anything. The man, he seems from time to time to me played up and he'll do funny stuff from now and then. Like he definitely has a sense of humor, but I know he's way more serious about his things. And he's just, I don't know if I would want to see an entire reality show about John Cena, his you know, white American family and his white American house and all this other thing. So <laughs> I don't, it's just, to me, that's how it is. He's just like a, a slice of America is what I'd, you know, that's just kind of how I feel it is. I'm, I'm way more interested in the upcoming premiere of The Miz and Mrs., which has now been announced to be airing. Oh, what fuck? I just had the date. It's airing in July. July twenty fourth, I think. July twenty fourth. It's airing twenty oh, first. It's it's what are, it'll happen after SmackDown though, which is a good little you know, good little slot for the Miz after you finish just watching you know SmackDown. You just say hey, you know, I want to see now, more of the this, Miz. Now, if this show, it's, it's July twenty fourth. I was right. I'm I'm so good at my memory, but um. Now, if if this show does get another season, 
that they're gonna they're gonna miss that lead in because it's gonna be on Fox. Um, man, I do not know if the show will get in. I don't know. We we you know what? I'm not sure if again. I like the Miz. But I know this is just a similar style of reality show they've all done for years. And, and and as much as like I would love to see how the Miz's life go, I've already seen the Miz on reality TV. I kind of know how he is. I watched him for like five years on reality TV before he came to the WWE. So I kind of know what his life is. And he was featured on Total Divas. So, you know, it's not you're not really missing out on anything unless you want to see Maurice give birth to a kid so shout out to shout out to them and on monroe sky mizanin um all right so do you want to get into these weekly shows uh, I, I, I think there was definitely a uh, a show that we both uh preferred over the other this week <laughs> oh my god uh do you want to just get this out the way now so we can get through through raw really really quick uh let's just get to the Sami Zayn and 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 bobby lashley segment yeah. Because uh, last week I asked, you know, how racial are they going to get here? And I might have asked the wrong question because I really should have asked how stupid are they going to get here? Um, wasn't racial at all. It was just more. It was offensive in how bad it was. I think. It was offensive that way. I, you know, I was wary in a sense because I thought it was it judging basically judging sort of based on how people react to things now it could come off as maybe like transphobic, which is what yeah. I was thinking. Um, but it's just like, like I, I didn't get, especially with the optics of everything going on, I didn't get like how this was supposed to be funny. Like I didn't get in 2000, you know, 2018 where people do decide they want to make certain steps with their lives and, you know, change gender and they don't feel comfortable within the genders that they have now. And they, they do decide, you know what, I, I, I want to live my life now as a woman or live my life now as a man. And I didn't understand how bringing out three men dressed as women in 2018 was supposed to be funny. Yeah, I or funny or even if it was a storyline where it was supposed to be these guys coming out and Sammy hired them and the whole key to this was to beat up Bobby Lashley in the ring. He was going to get so mad that you were going to beat him up in the ring. It's right. still a bad idea. I, I think like even if that was the case, it's like it's still stupid. And then I feel like even if you brought out three black women, it would have been just as stupid and it yeah. would have been probably even more offensive. You know, I gave them credit for following up on something because I was just like, well, what did this, what came from this? But I, you know, it's just, I was just like, my God, this is kind of, this is kind of bad. This is like all bad. Like none of it was good. Um, Holy shit. Uh, well, hold, one, one, one thing that just got announced. I love how this show, we do this show and like things get announced immediately and we were yes. able to, to actually talk about it. Uh, the, the rural, the uh, rural Albert Hall, sh- uh, UK, um, tournament show on the 19th of June, we'll have, uh, Alistair Black teaming with Ricochet against, uh, EC3 and Velveteen Dream. Look at that. Look at God, that, man. That is going to be crazy. That's amazing. That's incredible. Like it's a show that they've, I think what we learned from last year's show about the UK thing is that I think we had maybe like one special attraction match and it ended up being like the debut of Aleister Black versus Neville, which was just an incredible attraction. And I think they've learned, let's, let's capitalize on that. 
Yeah, he, he was still Tommy in there. So it was like it, it, he hadn't even – it was before he changed over. So they don't even count that loss on his uh, on his record because he, right. was a, he was technically a different guy. Uh, but I, I really – I really thought, but back to raw, but I, I, I really feel like that, that segment was just something. And, and I, I saw someone mention this on Twitter where it's like, you know, who's going to come out of that looking way better than all of them. And that was, and they were like Sami Zayn because it was like, that's how they do on at WWE. It's like, they'll put, they'll, they'll, they'll basically put you in and throw you into the fire and make you do the stupidest shit. And then if you come, th- if you come out of it and you, and you look like gold doing it, then you'll, you'll be made for life. And I, I really do think this is going to, even though he looked really awful doing this, I mm-hmm. think this is going to end up being way better for Sammy than it is for Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, to me now, is a dead character. He's DOA. Like, yeah. He could. He's. I'm. I have no interest in seeing him wrestle anyone, much less Sammy Zayn. You know what? I think this feud just if I'm kind of confident in this feud just by how great of a performer that Sammy Zayn is, and if Sammy Zayn can get under the skin of Bobby Lashley enough to irk him, and this can be sort of a. a to me, this can be sort of a great opening feud for Bobby, but I think Bobby's bread and butter is more less um, theatrics and, and and things like that, and more like he's about the action. Yeah, like he's about that. So we need pretty much at this point we need people who hits Bobby hard, so Bobby can hit hard back. And I think that's really where he'll begin to shine. Whereas I don't really think he, you know, in these sort of segments, what he's supposed to really contribute. Like, you know, it is what it is. Um, let's see. He did get a pop for beating up, you know, all three. Yeah, but that's because people knew that that segment was about to be over. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> they they knew that that segment was almost over and they were like, I'm very glad that we don't have to sit through any more of this bullshit. But it's still, again, it's, it's still a, a very like, Tone deaf, I, I yeah. think, is, is to say the least, is, is really what that whole segment was. And um, I, I, don't, I just really don't know where else they can go with Bobby Lashley after this. I, I even thought him coming out and, and spewing those really awful lines really did a disservice to his character also. It's like he pulls out one of the guy's dresses, one of the guys has a, a beard and a mustache or whatever. It's like, all right, guys, like, it, it was as bad as advertised. I'll say I that. think they definitely kept the beard and the mustache to say, like, listen, this is a joke. Like, relax. Yes. Like, this yes. is a joke. Like, they made him look terrible on purpose because of that. Um, but speaking of segments that went forever, that opening segment on Raw, my God. <laughs> Holy, why are we still pushing Roman Reigns as if he is in some way shafted or like he's lost he's lost All those matches he lost those matches he's 100 percent lost they it, well they introduced stephanie mcmahon back to the show so she's back on the show at least for this week and and there's this promo back and forth between her she's pretty much everything that happened at wrestlemania or like slightly before it doesn't matter because she's back to belittling kurt angle in the middle of the ring because at the end of the day, she signs his checks and really nothing has changed since then. So, you know, shout out to WrestleMania. And listen, I, I don't think that um, I, I don't think that she uh, she was completely awful on the show. I think mm-hmm. she she moved a couple of storylines forward. Um, she made a, a couple of kind of like I mean, she made a, she made the decisions on the show. But the the opening segment between Roman coming out and then uh KO coming out and then them having a match and then people running in and then they all having a match. It went for the first hour of Raw and I was just like, I don't know if I, you know, I don't know. I felt like it went way too, like all this sort of story went way too long. It was an hour. Yeah, it was an hour. (laughs) And it was just like, 
did we really like they're really trying to push Roman? And so we saw Roman for pretty much an hour on the show. <laughs> a before full you, third of the show was dedicated to Roman Reigns. Before you even knew, you know, an hour had passed. But I, I mean, between that, we got a really good Roman and KO match before it got uh, stopped by DQ mm-hmm. um, between he and Roman Reigns. Um, and then you also got a really cool tag match between Jinder Mahal um and Kevin Owens versus uh, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. And of course they're hiding Roman once again, next to someone who's way more popular than, than him. Like they did with Braun Strowman a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also, and this, this also led to Jinder Mahal and Seth Rollins having a match next week for the intercontinental title. I'm not sure what Roman's going to be doing, but I, I, if Seth Rollins can pull this off with Jinder Mahal, listen, he's wrestler of the year period. 100%. I mean, we'll have to see next week, Monday live from Richmond, Virginia, uh, hey, shout out to Richmond, Virginia, my home. Um, if, if if they can sort of pull this off. Now, the second segment that Stephanie McMahon was involved in, she did all the heavy lifting. She did all the minor work. She did all the, the it, she practically signed the dotted name. She practically signed on the dotted line for both competitors in this Listen, match. Listen, she had to, bro. She <laughs> had to. We are talking about the, the, the contract signing between Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey. Yes. Like, listen, who's going to carry that, that program with promos? And I know, I know a lot of people are mad about this shit, but I'm like, it ain't going to be Nia. <laughs> it, it isn't, it, it isn't going to be Rhonda. It has to be Stephanie. And I think having Stephanie be the shit stirrer is, is a great role for her. Like she looked really, really great in, in that, uh, that whole segment. I really liked it. What do you think about, because there are just like those hints of just like, or at least people assuming that maybe Nia Jax joins the authority, becomes a new corporate uh, champion. I think that's an awful idea because I don't think Nia didn't work as a face. I think it's too early to take her out of that. But if you're building Ember Moon as the top face that will eventually like have the title, and I think they're doing a great job with her right now, mm-hmm. just as a side note. But um, I, I think it's just a bad idea. I, I don't think you should turn her. It's so heel heavy on Raw. Like, who are your faces on on Raw right now on, on the women's side? <laughs> Ember, Nia, Ronda. And then every it's like Sasha and Bailey. Like I, I don't even know what they're, they're like chaotic neutrals to me right yeah. now. Like they, they're not really anything. And then you have a bunch of heels. You got the Ride Squad. Then you got Mickey James and Alexa. It's like a whole lot. Uh, it's just a lot. Raw was not between. I think the highlight of Raw came two hours and fifty five minutes. <laughs> into Raw, which was the amazing main event between Braun Strowman and Finn Balor. Really love this match. Um, I think it might have been Braun Strowman's best match since the Roman Reigns ambulance match, I believe. It, it was really good. To me, I think one of his, I think his performance in the, you know what, let me not say Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber was kind of, it, it was very linear. So maybe, yeah, this would, I would say this was probably his best match since then, yeah. Yeah, I um, I really loved how much, the, and, and here's my thing with, with Finn Balor is that, this guy's main event at what four Raws this year? Maybe mm-hmm. four Raws, four or five Raws. No, he did. He, he main evented against Cena. Uh, he had like a, a qualifying match or something like that. He had the Seth Rollins match, and he had this. Um, listen, I really, really, really think that they protect Finn more than they do with anyone on a loss. Anytime Finn loses, have you ever noticed that commentary literally like doesn't talk about the winner at all? They talk yeah. about Finn the whole time after he loses. Like they say, you got to give it up to Finn. He's, you know, uncrowned universal champion. He, he, he gave it his all, blah, 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 blah. 
And it's like, it's so crazy how, what they do with him here, but they gave Finn a lot against they, Braun Strowman. They gave him so much. It, I mean, even that counter to like that running bulldozing shoulder and he, 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 he counters into sling blade. I just thought that was amazing. Him, you know, getting the coup de gras off the apron. There's just so much back and forth in this match and just the reps that Braun Strowman is going through over the last couple of months is going to make him a, a, a better person in matches. I think um, just Finn Balor's the just his is able what they gave him in this match and just the back and forth of it all establishes him as a main event star i think we just need to really see a a cornerstone like a, a monumental win and the fact yeah. that he just needs i don't if it's a title it's a title but just a monumental win he hasn't really had one since he won that universal championship actually since he probably beat aj styles a number of uh last year last yeah. november so he hasn't had that sort of monumental win. We haven't even had a reason to bring out the demon. And I, and I like that they haven't done that. But I, I also think once again with like Sammy, how they they throw you to a, they throw you to the fire. They've mm-hmm. been get, look at the types of opponents they've been giving Finn. Uh, they've given him Elias. They've given him you know a taste of the upper mid and the taste of the the, the main eventers. And with Braun, he, he, you know you kind of have to paint with broad strokes with him. It's like you can't really have a technical match with him. So what he did was they created a, a match where it looked like Finn had nothing and Braun was really just telling him like stay down and and right. and, and, and don't get up. But Finn kind of. I'm not sure who, who who produced this match, but they 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 really made Finn look great in that in that final five minute burst. He looked like he could take Braun Strowman, and I think Finn being able to carry these matches with a lot of different types of opponents that shows the faith that they have in him. And I don't I don't think that they don't see something bigger with him. But I mm-hmm. think he's he's been on a very very long and arduous road since that shoulder injury to get back to where he was, and I honestly think he's almost there. I think yeah, I think you know Finn Balor. It's just doing great, like everything. I, I love the match. If I Seth, love. If Seth wasn't going on a tear that he was on right now, Finn Balor would like Finn Balor is a little bit maybe at the bottom five. He'd probably mm-hmm. be top three to me right now. Like Finn Balor's had some fucking bangers this year. One hundred percent. A few more notes from Raw before we move on to the much better show. Um, we had Chad Gable versus Dolph Ziggler. You think this is leading to a Jason Jordan American Alpha sort of, you know, reboot? Holy shit. I didn't even think about that. I forgot about Jason really? Jordan. Yeah, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot about them. Um, I'm, for the past couple of weeks, I've been like, all right, here's Jason Jordan come out. But he's cleared the wrestle. He's been, uh, he's supposedly going to return in, in Richmond, uh, in Richmond, Virginia, you know. We're returned uh, to happen, baby. Um, <laughs> cool. I mean, cool. I, I don't. I if they do that, give give that to them. I I really I listen. I do. I do it's not talented. think. Yeah, I I, th- I think Chad Gable is really talented. I really really I would have loved to see a singles run with him. But if they can't do that, I would love to see them team up American Alpha and then do a breakup angle with them. Because uh, Jason Jordan is a completely different character now. Yeah. You know. And um, like they, they could do it for a couple of weeks, maybe go against Dolph Ziggler and, and Drew McIntyre, who seems to be like the de facto team that I guess AOP was supposed to be. But now AOP, are, they're like curtain jerking and they're doing main event now. But um, I, I, w- I wouldn't mind that. I just really don't. I was I was trying to say optimistic about Raw. I'm, con- I'm continuing to say optimistic about Raw. But like one month in, I'm, I'm like I'm fading here. I'm, I'm trying to I'm, I'm wondering like where the something needs to be shaken up. 
in the top of the card and and even in the middle of the card and i'm I'm trying to figure out what what they're going to do with it It, it's taking a lot longer than i expected maybe they need road dog riding raw oh hell no i some some (laughs) weeks i some weeks i really feel like he is riding raw (laughs) like i don't i don't feel like he wrote smackdown on tuesday i really don't like i feel Um, like and the last note from raw is natalia qualifies for the women's money in the bank match in a really a really like whatever match (laughs) very sterile match yes um, I mean, do, do you want to talk about how Elias is really like over now? And I've Elias been, has been, what are they doing though? It's like, what are we doing? Like, we know he's over, but they're just kind of, uh, they're just kind of stalling a lot. I think they, they want to do a double turn with him and Bobby Roode. I would hope so, but they're, they're really stalling. Like this man has been over like Rover for more than a couple of months as of right now. When, when he calls out to the, to the people, they answer. Um, when he sings, they're, they're, they're waving their flashlights on their phone. Like the man's over like Rover. He's way more over than Bobby Roode. Way more yes. over. Way more over. Way more. Uh, and I, I'm way more excited. But the thing is, put those two in a ring, I'm, I'm, I'm fast forwarding the DVR. Yeah. <laughs> for those who are entering, I'm, I'm I'm absolutely doing something else. I'm turning on my Nintendo Switch or something. I'm not watching that. But um that was that was raw. I I felt was a really really bad show this week. I, I really didn't enjoy it at all. No, nah, not really. I mean, it was just three hours. I was just like, oh my God. And, and well, but SmackDown, my God. Oh, we did we did get a confirmation of Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal in Chicago. That in oh yes, Reigns, yes. Remember, we said, oh boy, about that. So, uh, good luck to both men. I'll say yes. that. Money in the Bank, Chicago, <sighs> Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Good luck to both men. We we could see uh, we could see Jinder Mahal get a Stone Cold Steve Austin pop, or we could see we could hear <laughs> we could hear uh, Young Bucks chants, or we could hear CM Punk chants for the ten minutes that they that they go against each other. Um, I have no clue what it will be. Probably but, an all in chant. I'm sure we're gonna get an all in. Hey, I don't blame him this time. I, I really don't blame him. I, I really think Roman needs to be rehabbed very badly, and I don't think Jinder's the guy to do it. SmackDown. SmackDown Live. The, a lot, the, I feel like a lot happened on this two hours. So much happened, right? I, I was like, yo, is this like the sixth match we've had on the show, and it's only yeah. been two hours? I felt like so much happened during the show. Don't get me wrong. None of the matches really lasted that long, except probably the main event. And probably the opening match too, but it's I think so much happened. We had this great opening segment with the Miz and New Day, um, where the Miz is probing the New Day about like, listen, which one of you is going to be in this match? Like, which he's trying to he's trying to pit them against one another by you bringing them up and then shutting them down and 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 saying the reason why they haven't been as successful as they probably could be is because they're holding themselves back, um, which is. Uh, Honestly, a stone cold lie because probably the the combination of all three of them has done way more and has done done way more for their careers than they've done for themselves singles wise. Yeah. Um. But Biggie and the Miz and a, a great opening match. I I thought that listen I've always, I mean me and you always agree that Biggie's like the breakout star. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see it. Uh, yeah. We're starting to see that they're they're going to position him as such, and I thought the ma- I, who better to put him against than the Miz? There were some really cool things, really cool spots in that in the match. Um, I think everyone's going to be talking about that Kofi spot where he jumps over fucking was it Cesaro? Cesaro, uh, Cesaro, jump on Cesaro's shoulders and dive onto them. That was fucking incredible. Yeah, and um, 
I, I really love that that spot, but I really like the the way Miz uh, won the match. I, I really think Miz is again on another level right now. Yeah, he's one hundred percent on another level, and now we've uh, we've got one of the one of the big matches on SmackDown next week will be the Miz and the Bar versus the New Day, and it should be a very exciting match. Banger uh, for sure, uh, banger. We've got. How do you feel about Carmella? Carmella, you know, trying to assert the trying to convince us that she's got she's going to have Oscar's number. I I don't um I, I don't I don't have a lot of faith in this match at all. I think in order for this to work, they had to cool off Asuka a lot. Yeah. And Asuka to me is is super cooled off now. And and I think like you got four weeks to build her back up, granted that and that that's cool, that's fine. Um but I, I just if you were going to give Oscar and we've, we've been predicting that Oscar's going to going to get the belt anyway, yeah. uh, she was going to be Carmela anyway, but it's like, are they really going to have Carmela be Oscar to prove a point? I don't know what point they're going to prove by doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like what's the point of having Carmela be Charlotte and Oscar? It just, it cancels out that whole WrestleMania match to me it, it, like that. Now that is canceling the match out. You yeah. know, like I didn't feel like Carmella beating Charlotte to win the title off of some bullshit was, was really canceling it out. I feel like her beating both of them really devalues that match. I feel like you have Oscar beat Carmella and then you have Oscar Charlotte too. have have Charlotte win the, the briefcase or have Charlotte do something else to get to the match and then have them go against each other at SummerSlam and then have Oscar lose the belt to the money in the bank winner. So they'll both have have dealt with that. But. If that was the case, why do you just give Oscar the belt at WrestleMania? I don't Easily. get it. Come on, it's a, it just seemed like a no brainer. You drafted her there anyway. Like it didn't, it didn't make it didn't make sense to me. Speaking of Money in the Bank, we saw a very unlikely competitor qualify for Money in the Bank, and I probably saw it from a mile away once I saw the match card. <laughs> once I saw what was going to happen, I was like, "Oh, she doesn't have a chance." Unfortunately, and it was Lana versus Billy Kay, and. The 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 hoops they jumped to to sort of make it's Lana, it <laughs> was protecting her, it, it make Lana a star, and even pairing Aiden English is like listen, listen Aiden English. I didn't know he had the juice that much. I he really didn't you completely, and I didn't even know that we were pairing. We were it looked like they were doing a breakup storyline. I did not know we were pairing Aiden English with Lana. I didn't know he was just going to be like the the weird third guy in this thing um but listen he got her over the by the end of by the end of the match people were chanting lana all over lana this number one lana is the best lana number one i he got her over in record time also by the way when record he, time when he pulled that sign out she was the biggest face on the women's side i want to know Honestly. who wrote that i want to know whose idea was that that was incredible I thought it was a, that was an excellent uh, spot there, and you know you had the you had the fuckery there because I don't I don't know if you know Lana can like work a I don't even know if Billy Kay can really like work a full match like that I I've I've been I've always liked uh, Peyton more than Billy but yeah um and you had Lana do the face buster and uh, yeah. had her go over there listen the face buster was kind of she needs to work on the face buster a little bit because I'm pretty sure the person's head landed way before Lana did um, I, and Billy that's a lot of Billy taking the move too. Yeah, I mean it's the timing. It's the timing of it all. It's the it really is. Um, on SmackDown this week, we got to see the tag division for the first time in like a month. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a, a show. Listen, it's a, it's a month. <laughs> it's a month, and we're just decided. I mean, granted, 
let's hope we're going to see more of this over the next couple of weeks because Money in the Bank isn't for a few more weeks. And we've already solidified the number one contenders for the Bludgeon Brothers is the club. Gallows and Anderson um, defeated the Usos. Uh, it'll be a nice, it'll be a nice like nine minute uh, pre-show match. Do you, think, do you think we get the serious Gallows and Anderson considering that they uh, they have this tall task against the Bludgeon Brothers? And is, I don't think the feud really works with them calling them nerds. Um, again, I, 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 I don't think they'll be on the show next week. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Like, oh my God. I really, I, I really think that this is just it is what it is. Um, and at the end of the day, they're they're going to get beat by the Bludgeon Brothers in five minutes or, or nine minutes, and that'll be it. And I think I really think they're making way for Sanity. I think that this is just a stopgap in the way for Sanity to to debut. Shout out to Sanity, who's they didn't even they didn't even have a vignette anymore. They just didn't have collecting a, video a check at this point. Exactly. Um, also qualifying for the Money in the Bank female match, Naomi in a good in a good match against Sonya Deville. They had a really good match. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, um, I know a lot of people were down on it, but I, I thought they had a pretty good chemistry. Yeah, I thought I think because they worked so much um, against one another overseas in the UK that they really just brought it in this match. Um, so in, now, in four minutes too, it was a four minute match, and it yeah. ended up being pretty good. Um, now the lineup for the women's Money in the Bank match: we have Charlotte. Um, we have Charlotte. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember this off the top of my head. We have Charlotte. We have Becky. We have Naomi. We have Ember Moon. We have uh, who am Keep I missing? On. Ember Moon. Um, Alexa. Alexa Bliss. <laughs> and one more. There's one more in this match. Natalia. Natalia. Uh, and the, uh, there's there's one more spot to be added. So seven is Lana. Seven uh, is. Oh yes, yeah, seven is Lana, and then and we have will be the. It will be determined on Raw on Monday in a seven-woman gauntlet match. So that match will probably take up most of Raw on Monday. Yeah, I think so. Listen, looking at this match, you literally have six faces and one heel in this match. It's got to be a heel. So it has to be Ruby Riot on, on Monday, right? It's, I, I'm hoping so. I mean, for star power, I'm assuming they it, it, it comes down to Bailey. No, you know what? Bailey might get eliminated first. She tends to do very terribly in these things. They might put Charlotte or not uh, Sasha and Bailey as one of the matches in the gauntlet, honestly. I think that's probably going to kick it off. Yeah, I think that's that would and be the match you kick it off we with. Get to, we get to a Ruby Riot. I would just choose Ruby Riot at this point. They've, they've, uh, there's really nothing else going on, and there's really no other um, woman on the roster who could, I could see, you know, being in this match um, besides the obvious. Um, a few more things, because just SmackDown was packed. Like we had, it was. Um, it was. If you didn't even mention uh, Andrade seeing almost beating up that white dude. Oh my like, god! <laughs> Elbowed the soul out of that little white boy, man. Like. God damn. He sold, it. he sold it excellently. I thought that was an excellent sell by that guy. Good. Send him to the PC, my guy. Send him. He's earned it. <laughs> yes. I, 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 and I think, you know, a lot of people were, were it was weird because a lot of people were concerned about Andrade last week and now they're not concerned about him this week and they thought it was cool. And I was like, well, it was the same like match. It just had a, a elbow this time. But um, he, I, I really like the vicious streak that, that, I like that, he, that he, um, he shows and he, he kind of shows off when he's pissed off. I, I really think his program will not stop. I think he might do like a little short program. I, I would love a Sincara, maybe a Ty Dillinger, um, mm-hmm. and, and have a little short two-week program there. And then after running the bank, you can you can put him or slot him in somewhere else with a, with a bigger name. I, I do think they have something big for him. I, I think that if you had that, to book that five-star him. match, 
it's not lost on it's not lost on anyone in the back. I'm sure. If you had to book him at SummerSlam, who are you facing him against? <sighs> Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Jeff okay. Hardy. Um, Jeff Hardy for the U.S. title, or you you if he's able, you put him against a Randy Orton. He needs a big win against a big person. Same in the same way that Daniel Bryan did on the on this show. Right. Um. And I agree. Randy Orton or Jeff Hardy. Speaking of speaking of those, um, the main event. A great main event, man. Banger. Banger. Okay. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Like you see Jeff Hardy versus Daniel Bryan, and they're both very um they're b- both very like competent in ring superstars who just they can have a good match, but sometimes the, the chemistry doesn't always gel up. And it, the way Daniel Bryan and Jeff Hardy really turned it out for this match, it was fucking incredible. Yeah, I, I really love um the whole match as, as a whole was really good, uh, combining the technical and the the high flying side, and the Samoa Joe commentary actually added to it as well. He's a great commentator, <laughs> a great commentator. I really like him as a commentator, and even sliding the heel stuff into that too was was really cool. One thing I'm really enjoying is Brian's. Uh, he has a mean streak, mm-hmm. and I, I I loved how he applied the the dragon screw into the. Oh, uh, that was a sick dragon screw too. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really enjoying Brian's. And if that's his new finisher, I'm all for it. I fuck with that. It makes sense. At this point, it really, really does make sense. The heel hook is, is, is a painful maneuver. I love the very violent counter to the Swanton bomb and how he sold that. Like he sold that, like he was shot in the back. Like it's, it was incredible. Um, and, and, and finally we have the main event, well, one of the main events. I don't even know. Maybe Roman and Jinder will main event. <laughs> Money in the Bank. <laughs> um, we have the main event for Money in the Bank on the SmackDown side. It will be Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles in a... Which match was it? Last man. Oh, wait. It was Pillow Fight. She said Pillow Fight. But it's going to be a last man standing fight. It's uh, a last man standing match. Um... Listen, really love the the whole segment as a whole. Really liked Shinsuke Nakamura as a promo. He's so good. He's you know really what? Good. You know what? AJ did this thing where he was just like, he obviously was just like, people didn't understand that. Let me reiterate it. <laughs> where he was just yeah. like, oh, pillow fight? What is that? Yeah. Um, I had to make sure that that that, that got over. But uh, I, I think that um, Nakamura, is, it's all in the way that he delivers these lines. I think with anyone else, it would be really, really bad. But mm-hmm. with him, it's like when he says, like, your house is mine, you know, right. your, your title's mine and stuff like that. Like, need a face is over. Uh, a lot of things he, that he does and says are over, but it's the way he delivers it and the body language he delivers it in. And I, and I have to say, like, everything but these matches are really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. it's, a, it's, it's, it's becoming a, I don't know if a few for the ages, but it's really becoming one of the highlights of this entire shakeup thus far. Yeah. Um, it's just this feud between AJ Styles and Nakamura. And I think it's adding a lot more personality and a lot more context to Nakamura's character. Nakamura, when he debuted, just at some point just felt like cool for the sake of being cool. But now you have all these sort of actions and mannerisms that he's, you know, incorporated into his entire package. And, it, and it's just working out very, very well. His, uh, the brutality on SmackDown, you know that he can bring it as well as he can, you know, on, on the mic as well as he can in the ring. And that's really all you kind of want as a, as a heel in the WWE. And I, again, like, I really like him as top heel. Um, I know they're like, 
kind of positioning Joe to be that pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I would hope that they would stick with, with Nakamura. Uh, I really hope he wins. I really do. I really hope he wins it and running the bank. But I um, hope so too. Next next week on SmackDown, we get the six man between the Miz, Miz and the Bar versus the New Day, and we also get a main event of probably, gosh, the Century Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan. It's WrestleMania worthy. It's WrestleMania worthy. This is the main event that that you know. SmackDown ratings have dipped a little bit. I expect them to be a little bit up for this match. I, I hope so. I, and, they, I, and I know that I know that Joe isn't like the guy he used to be. And I mm-hmm. know Brian Brian's just getting back into the groove. But um, I think this is, they're gonna they're gonna turn this out. I think it's gonna be really really cool. I I, I would not uh, miss that for the world. I really think it's gonna be an awesome match. I really also think that Big Cass is gonna play a part in it. But geez, have they kind of like killed his guy's character for the past three weeks? murdered it and and quite honestly they gave him a fake injury he wasn't even he's not even actually injured they gave him a fake injury to just like all right we're not you're just you we're not you're not in the program anymore like he's like a bitch he's like a bitch for like a whole month almost and i i mean after what he did to that 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 little person the other week after even after like asking for permission and being told no and shit like that like he he deserves it listen he 100 does but that was a week in wrestling. That was a week. Did you weekend. watch 205 Live? I did not watch 205 Live. What happened? Uh, you had a really great Hideo Tommy and uh, Kira Tozawa Ooh, match. Ooh, I did see that that happened. I would tell anyone to go back and watch that because even with all of the matches there, that might be my number one match of the WWE week so Ooh, far. Okay. All really right. good match. I'm, I'm, I, I'm I, down. I would, I would go, I'd go Akira and Hideo, Finn, Braun, and Jeff Hardy, uh, Brian for the week. In order. Listen, get it in while you can. I'm I'm gonna watch that tonight then. Yeah, I, I really I, I really like that match a lot. Um you you're also getting a lot of hype for uh Buddy Murphy and C- Cedric Alexander, which happens next week. That goes on next week on, on 205 Live. Oh, um, okay. Yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good, pretty dope. So I, I'd say we should watch it next week for sure. Let's do that. I'm 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 locked in. We're all locked in, motherfucker. But yes, that is the the uh, week in wrestling. As always, you can check us out at RNC Radio Live on Twitter. Uh, we just had uh, two new uh, playlists go out. I believe we we had the R and B and RNC went out. Uh, the the update went out. We had a really awesome Janet Jackson playlist uh, done by Call Me Dollar. Uh, they came out last week as well. Shout out to and- Dollar. Shout out to Dollar for that. It was a really, really, really good uh, playlist. And we also, we I think we had three. Well, we re-up the the little baby. Uh, we re-up little baby. We up R and B and R and C. We did R and C Radio Live last week Friday as well. We're coming with a new playlist at the end of this week as well, which will get you ready for the weekend. Hint, hint, yes. nudge. nudge. Yes. Um, yes. So you know we're cooking on all cylinders. Moving into moving into the summer. And we're also cooking on all cylinders on all types of uh, outlets where you can actually listen to our show. So uh, now RNC Radio is now on Stitcher. Uh, we are on SoundCloud and iTunes as usual, always. And shout out to everyone who subscribes and subscribes to our SoundCloud and our iTunes. We're also on Google Play as well. Mm-hmm. So you can't you can't miss us there. Um, I, I think. Am I missing one? No, I mean we're 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 still we're we're looking to really be everywhere at this point. So where there's a podcast avenue, we're we're registering the 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 RNC radio domain and we're taking over. Yes, so so stay tuned to that. Uh, we're 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 looking into Spotify right now. Uh, we're we're gonna look into that and Podbean. So um, for anyone who who has any type of way to listen to podcasts and shit like that, like 
there is a way to listen to us if, if you really you know want to listen to the shows and we of course love everyone that, that supports the shows and listens to the shows in any type of way that you do it um and next week we'll be back with another episode of the a show uh we'll be talking about smackdown of course and we'll damn we, we are really 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 far away from uh the money in the bank pay-per-view aren't we <laughs> we are really really far from money in the bank maybe we'll record <laughs> that special episode that we've been talking about i think we should i think we should do that i think we should do that so maybe look out for extra special content coming down the pipeline soon Yes, sir. So uh, for meals, I am Justin, and thank you for listening to The A Show. Until next time, peace. Happy Rusev Day.